Hi, everybody. And, uh... <laughs> I don't even have an intro. I thought I had one, and I just, I can't. Welcome, welcome to Brendan Fraser uh, raiding his wife's closet, and he puts on the Punisher sweats. My name's Adam Sidorius. <laughs> this entire movie, but he's wearing the skeleton jumpsuit. <laughs> that's that's the ro- joke I just wrote down, Kira. Yeah, but, yeah um, I because <laughs> we were discussing quote unquote girl music before the podcast <laughs> started, and Adam goes, "Hold on, I have a really good Phoebe Bridgers joke about furry vengeance that I need to write down, so don't forget." <laughs> Listen, when we're gooning, it just means we're talking about furry vengeance. Um, <laughs> so, this was surprisingly not an Adam pick, by the way, guys. This was a Kira pick. Okay, it was my pick in the way that, okay, <laughs> I've been thinking about Brendan Fraser a decent amount lately for reasons. and We, we stand. We love, he's great. Yeah, we, yeah, we love him. Um, uh... <laughs> Everything we say from this point on does not reflect our feelings towards Brendan Fraser. We love you, Brendan. Literally me when I'm reviewing the whale. <laughs> 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 that fuck ass movie. Um Yeah. So anyway. Um yeah, so I was like, oh, I don't know, like George of the Jungle or like Furry Vengeance or some shit. And you said, Okay, furry vengeance. And I was like, wait. Well, okay, listen. <laughs> Listen, listen. Okay, I because I I don't remember George of the Jungle that well. I remember kind of liking it. I remember it being actually a pretty decent movie. I could be totally wrong about that. That's just my memory of it. And I'm tired of talking about like decent movies. I kind of like it's it's we need to talk about a piece of shit. Yeah. And uh, boy howdy, do we have one? Uh, yeah. This <laughs> Kira, I. <laughs> I was thinking that too, like, we've been covering good movies. We need yeah. to stop. <laughs> we, we need to humble ourselves a little bit. I, I'm almost in disbelief because, like, so I watched this today while I was, uh, gonna look around, make sure my manager's not listening. I was doing it while I was working today. You know, I had it on the background. Uh, very slow day at work, so I was able to pull that off. But can't always do it today. I could do it. Um, and... Within the first, I mean, God, two minutes of this movie, it, like, already surpassed my expectations because it begins with, like, fucking Rob Riggle getting, like, murdered. By a raccoon. By a raccoon. And Ken Jong <laughs> is on a smartphone. And, like, and he and he's, it, it, it's just, it's, uh, like, the first two minutes, I was like, what the fuck is this movie? Like, I immediately, like, this is the craziest time. Like, this is a new record for the pod, Kira. Like, two minutes in, I already had notes. Like, it it was insane. I, the Summit logo, the Summit Entertainment logo, I was like, see, Cannon check. And then... It, it just got crazier from that point on. Mm-hmm. Um, have you seen this movie prior to today? Yes. So I was forced to watch this movie um, when it came out on DVD. I did not see this in theaters. Um, I don't think many people did. Um, it it made a million in profit. <laughs> um, but... Yeah, so as a child, I feel like I've brought this up before because he is millennial canon, but my mom had a huge crush on Brendan Fraser throughout my childhood. So basically, I was just forced to watch any Brendan Fraser movie. Um, I used to clown on her for it. I kind of wish I appreciated it at the time um, because um, he's good. He's he's great. Um, yeah. However, not when Furry Vengeance is on. The I mean, only <laughs> I mean, to, to his credit with this movie, and there's not a lot about this movie that I'll give any form of credit to, it, it's an extremely silly and goofy movie. But to his credit, he's very game for like yes. all the stupid shit that occurs in it. And you got to kind of admire that, like... Not a lot of actors, I feel like, would. And, you know, maybe just by good judgment wouldn't do this. But it is kind of nice to see, like, 
an actor of his like caliber just kind of like I don't know like free himself to like just do the dumbest fucking shit you've ever seen in your life like I maybe that's a stretch but like I don't know I I like it makes me still appreciate him like I don't like think any less of him having seen this I just think wow mm-hmm. that's cool that you were like like humble enough to do something like this yeah <laughs> I I would love to see if there's like if people have like asked him about this and I feel like within the last few years like with like his comeback people have focused on like very specific movies to ask him about and I feel like if anybody asked him about this it would feel almost like condescending like oh remember that like bad movie you did but I genuinely like want to know like did you have fun doing this because it seems like he might have I see after I listened to that um recent Mark Maron interview where Paul Giamatti talked about Big Fat Liar at the oh yeah yeah he um he really talked about it and he uh he 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 was kind of just like kind of interested in the fact that like he's like I am genuinely curious what you know the kids that grew up with this movie what their relationship with it is and because I kind he, of can't, he saw yeah. it as like this weird movie I did yeah exactly but then he's like it is kind of crazy to think that like it has shelf life and people do love it and there's a whole generation that grew up with it and are probably like looking back on it not only fondly but maybe like profoundly to an extent mm-hmm. um and i i mean obviously i don't think anyone had that relationship with furry vengeance but i do wonder if maybe brendan fraser has a similar feeling where he's kind of like does anyone like i like i think he'd be more curious like, i don't know if he would take it as I mean, I don't know the guy, but, like, hopefully he would take it more as just, like, curiosity than, like, condescension. Because I would love to ask him about this movie. I would love to be, like, like, what was the vibe around, like, signing on to it? Because, like, to me, my my basic read of, like, the why does this exist is that it does feel like a very specific kind of, like, this is what movie stars did. Like, every movie star at the time had at least one movie like this. At some point in the career, at the very beginning, at the end, in the mm-hmm. middle, it seems like at the time this was like his middle chapter movie. Um, it, but, I mean, this falls in the Evan Almighty category, where it's like an environmentally conscious, like family comedy with like slapstick. Uh, it is the same similar. movie without the religion. <laughs> yeah, it really, honestly, it is. And you know what's crazy is that this was in development since 2004. It took them six years to make this movie. Yeah. And this, Over the Hedge, um, Evan Almighty, all kind of, like, fall into the weird realm of, like, we are making fun of people who are environmentally conscious, but also you guys should think about deforestation a little bit. Yeah, I kind of couldn't get a read on this movie for, like, a good 30 minutes um, because... I immediately I got like red flags of like Republican vibes because um the the wife is like complaining about like crime rates in Chicago and I'm like what are we doing here but then it's just <laughs> I but didn't then it's even also, catch that <laughs> it's just like I'm like what are we fucking doing guys <laughs> and, um but then she's also the science teacher so I'm like wait okay okay yeah all right you're like I'm like okay <laughs> what's going on <laughs> Like, I couldn't get a read. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, the, the I felt like just, just... I felt like really like misogynistic, but I was like, there's no way she's a science teacher. <laughs> oh, no, no. She, <laughs> I was fully prepared for the um, she's the uh, I'm sorry to be sexist, but I was fully prepared. <laughs> I'm sorry, women. Um, I'm, I was fully prepared for there to be a moment or just the, like the arc of her just being the stay-at-home mom, like she, yeah. she's, she's on, like he convinced her to come out because it'd be like a year-long vacation for her where she'd have to worry about work or something. Yeah, uh, but no, she becomes thought, a year-long science teacher. Yeah, I, th- I mean, I thought she would be like an English teacher or something, or like, <laughs> but like I'm not even saying this in a way to be like sexist. Like Brooke Shields could be a science teacher if she wanted to. I don't know, but um. <laughs> it's like like I had a I had like a ninth grade science teacher who like slayed like she like she slayed but um uh it's weird because she's a science teacher but like her like science and knowledge of science has no impact on 
the environmental plot of the movie. Like, yeah. don't you think it would have been more interesting if she's like, I'm an environmental science teacher? Yeah, I mean, well, that would and like, require thematic <laughs> connection, which I don't know if this movie yeah. is, like, <laughs> yeah, capable exactly. of. Exactly. <laughs> like, a thematic through line. Like, I, I just don't know if that's in this movie's wheelhouse. Um, no, no they, they, they trade that idea in for um, a generic, barely uh, eco-conscious GF for the teenage boy who only mildly holds them accountable. <laughs> Yeah, I think the weirdest thing about this movie, like, I was wondering, like, I was like, something is off. Like, there's a lot of off things about this movie. <laughs> but I was like, I could argue is, is off. <laughs> I was like, there's like something like missing. And then at the end of the movie, I realized, like, it's weird that there isn't like a younger sibling. I was fully, I honestly, <laughs> I don't know if it's like the Mandela effect or anything, but I, from what I, I remembered a younger sibling. Now, yeah. maybe, the you know, maybe it's Mandela, maybe it's, like, um, Every other movie, having maybe two it's kids. Maybe Almighty, yeah, like, I, yeah. but, no, it does, like, there's a younger sister, just a shithead little kid that's obsessed. Like, you know, the, uh, there's totally a bit here where, like, the teenage son gets so mad at the Wii, but then the little boy is like, oh, we like and he like runs after it, you know what I mean? Like that's like that's right. Yeah. Like that's 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 made for the screenplay. It's that's like they like didn't have the budget to pay a child. <laughs> child. <laughs> no. Um yeah, I mean and I will say I all due respect, I'm sure you're a very nice uh guy, but uh the the kid in this movie is like this is like the worst. I, I like when he screams about the Wii. That's very funny. Um, his line delivery in the first, like, ten minutes is, like, abysmal. Like, mm-hmm. it is, like... I, like, <laughs> I'm just a kid in my life is a nightmare. Like, it is yeah. so yeah. rough, and it's so, like... Like, when he's, like, flirting with the uh, the girl at the library, it's just, like, ooh. Like, it, dude, get out of here. Take some classes. And this is the yeah. same kid... Uh, I don't know if you looked at it. It's IMDb. He's the same kid from High School Musical 3. Mm-hmm. Um, Didn't he get arrested? I don't know. Probably. I mean, I don't want to say that, but I... Maybe. <laughs> uh, I feel like we looked was... into him at... Like, when we covered High School Musical 3. Okay. I mean, the thing is, with High School Musical 3, if I'm remembering correctly what I read up about it, is that he was, like, an insert to the third movie because they were trying to see like test the waters of if they would like if audiences would respond to freshman characters and Mm -hmm. if he could maybe like serve as the lead for a fourth movie and uh the resounding answer was no uh and he (laughs) he went on to do furry vengeance uh because this shot in summer 2009 so clearly you know high school musical 3 came out october 2008 didn't go well for him next summer shooting furry vengeance like it's Mm. so this was clearly the next move on the chess game in his career and again you know i that all due respect to the guy i don't i don't know him uh sure he's great but his acting in this movie is uh yeah no he's actually he's not great um okay i don't know anything about him but <laughs> yeah, no. I don't. I don't know the guy. <laughs> but he hasn't. Um, he hasn't worked in the film and television industry since 2014 for a reason. So okay, yeah. I mean that checks out. Um, okay, then I don't feel bad. He's really bad in this movie, and yeah. it's uh, he, he's like one of the worst kids I've seen in a movie in quite some time. And I love that. Uh, like yeah. the introduction of his character was him on Facebook. Like a shot of his Facebook screen that says, what's on your mind? And he's typing a status that says, Tyler is missing his old life. (laughs) It's so funny. Like, who the the fuck? Because, like, uh, I mean, I get what they're trying to do there because it's that is something that all people did or like all teens did. But you don't write Tyler is yourself because that's how facebook was set up back then is that you just you just type um, is missing his old life no you just because it was like or yeah tyler yeah that is missing his own life like that's how it was formatted so it feels like this was written by like a geriatric that only Mm -hmm. like he was told what to write but he didn't have any actual experience of like what social media like was or anything which i think is like hilarious among many of the very hilarious things about this movie. 
Um, I so I did see this in 2010. I don't really remember the context of which I watched it. Um, I definitely did not see it in the theaters. Um, I see that it came out in April, uh, on April 30th. Um, I do know around this time I was seeing Iron Man 2. Like, I know that was a pretty busy summer. Like, it was like, God, this was like Percy Jackson era. Like, this was like Iron Man 2, uh, Toy Story 3, Grown Ups, like, Despicable Me. Like, there was a lot of shit coming out around this time, you know? So I did not, I didn't have the time or the patience Mm. but i do remember watching it at home um or maybe at like a friend's house or something i don't really remember but i do remember watching it i remember even at the time thinking it was bad but even so it didn't leave an impression on me (laughs) like i like i didn't think it was like at, at the age of like 12 or 13 or whatever i didn't like hate it i just didn't like like it either Mm-hmm. Uh, the only genuinely the only memory of this movie that I had going into it today was that Ken Jong was in it for some reason, uh, just because I think I clocked that because he was really big with the hangover at the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, you could tell he was definitely shooting this like right when the hangover was coming out because he he popped off right at the same time. <laughs> Um, and I remembered the the juicy shorts or the what is it the what, what the shorts yum the yum yum sweats yeah like i remember that we need to like, like sell those as merch <laughs> um he I, I remembered that i remembered the uh the the allergy bit where his like face is like swollen i remember yeah. but that's all i really remembered like just brief images yeah. of the movie that shit like that always freaked me out as a kid like i hated seeing people get like allergic reactions in like movies and tv yeah um and I mean, it's, I mean, it's not good. It's 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 a, actually, I'll take it a step further. This movie's pretty terrible. Um, would you say it's the worst movie we've ever covered on the pod? You know, when I was in the shower before, I was thinking of that because I was just like thinking about this movie, mm-hmm. and I was like, holy shit! Like that movie was so bad. Like, so bad. Right. Like, that's literally why I was like, hey, I need to take a shower before we record. Like, I needed to, like, clear my head. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I think it might be the worst movie we've ever covered. Um, the only think... credit I'll give it, I wrote a note, and I said, he's looking kind of cute here. Oh, British? He's looking yeah. good. Yeah, he's looking yeah. good. Yeah. No, he, yeah, he's always a cutie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I... No, you're a very cute guy. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I think because uh, I'm okay. So I'm on this Z Cannon list right now of um, everything we've covered on the pod. Yeah. Uh, and I just sorted it by like lowest to highest. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, okay. So like objectively, this is probably the worst. Like just in terms of like actual like if you want to break Ratings. it down. Yeah. Um. But that being said. I, I would still probably give Deck the Halls my vote for the worst. Yeah. Uh, because that is a movie with approximately zero laughs, and it makes me feel dirty anytime I think about it. Um, I would say I liked this more than Valentine's Day. Really? I liked uh, Valentine's Day more than this. I would... Um, I'm going by, like, my rating... <laughs> like Lois I would put this on par with like an old dogs like I think this is an oh I think old dogs was worse than this actually I mean you're probably not wrong like I mean I do I had more fun with this honestly like this was I mean this is like a terrible movie but Mm -hmm. as I said this on Letterboxd I it's objectively awful Mm -hmm. but there is a lot of funny moments and not, not actually okay i take that back i there's not funny moments but i did laugh quite a bit mm-hmm. just because of how fucking stupid it was like I, okay i'm sorry but the bit where the skunks are like taking a hit out on him and okay the first time it's only kind of like it's like a little bit like a smirk i'll give it a smirk when he crashes the car the first time Mm-hmm. But he literally drives around the bend and gets assaulted again, and he crashes. It's the same exact shot from the same. <laughs> and then the guy, he's like, "Not again! He's dead!" He's like yelling at it. He's like running towards him. It is like that fucking killed me. 
and I'm tempted to say it's unironically a very funny scene. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's funny to me. And when he is trying to make amends with the raccoon and the raccoon literally tackles him and bitch slaps him like several <laughs> times. I was literally like, I had to like pause my, like I had to like go away on work for a second. Cause I was like, literally I had tears in my eyes from laughing. <laughs> it it's not good, but it's like, I don't know. It was funny to me. I don't know what to say. I was laughing imagining you getting mad at this movie <laughs> i mean i wasn't mad at it i'm not mad at this no movie. like th- throughout it i was like i know what adam's gonna say about this scene <laughs> like, oh like that scene specifically no just like throughout it i was like i just a- know that like he's gonna like have beef with this scene I actually don't. I mean, the funny thing is, is that I don't feel any resentment or anger towards this movie. I just, it, I mean, it's again, it's like objectively a terrible movie. Like, there's, I'm not gonna like defend it, mm-hmm. but like, I, I, I feel like it knows that it's terrible. Like, I, I don't think any level of production was actually. I mean, it ends like a fucking dance number, like with. Mm-hmm. Um, with them all in the um, the yum yum sweats, and then he's like a Viking and a caveman, and like it's bizarre. It's so weird. Like it. Yeah. This, you know what? I don't think it's. I don't know if it is or not. You can fact check me. This is a very haunting, shot in Canada aura to it. It has a. This was not an American production. It was a Canadian production. Now I don't think it was, but some movies just have a. It was not American produced, but it's trying to pass as an American movie. Um, similar things would be Life with Derek, and you know mm. what I'm talking about. Like these are not. It's like they're trying to pass as American. I don't but, see any information on it yeah because they're trying um, to fucking hide it they're trying to cover up the truth but i know what it is i i i know a canadian in production when i see it okay i <laughs> i i know it okay i mean because like why else would like the landscapes be cgi like yeah like literally ever the only physical set here is like the like small little bend that they're in like that's the only thing that's real in this entire movie. Everything else is like a set. Um I Okay, first of all, Brandon Fraser was an executive producer on this. Did you see the people who were supposed to be cast in this? Like you said that it was in uh uh development since 2004. Development. Yeah. It was supposed to be Steve Carell. Mm-hmm. And then um it was supposed to be Samuel L. Jackson after that. Yeah, which I can't even, like... I mean, I can kind of imagine that, just because Sam Jackson has done, like, every type of movie under the sun. Uh, although I cannot say I've ever seen Sam Jackson in this kind of movie. Like, I don't think he has an Evan Almighty. He doesn't have a furry vengeance. No. Um, Honestly? Which, honestly... I mean, could've, <laughs> I mean he's, he, he makes a lot of bad movies worth it. We love Sam Jackson. But... Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm looking at it, like, right now. Like, it... I mean, it would have been... It would not have been any, any better. It would have been funny if Steve Carell was somehow in this movie and Evan Almighty yeah. as well. <laughs> this is fucking crazy. Dick Van Dyke was... He appeared in the film, but they cut him out of it. Huh. That's funny. I mean... What is what this show? Do? I mean, what is who, this movie? Who would he even have played? I don't know. Okay, also Wallace Shawncheck, like Yeah, Wallace Shawncheck. Um he was he's a terrible therapist. He's yeah. like they're not real. He's just <laughs> gaslighting, yeah. Literally gaslighting. Um, um there was so many scenes in this where like there would be like a wide shot and it would show like the side of Brendan Fraser's head and like his family in the background and his mouth is moving but he's not talking. And then okay. there would be yeah. scenes where there's ADR and his mouth is not moving. Like, long scenes. <laughs> um, 
so here's the thing with it is that I another like Mandela effect about this movie mm-hmm. is that I going into it today I fully thought this was a talking animal movie like I thought the animals talked I did not know it was just them fucking like squeaking and shit like I did not <laughs> I did not know that they they just like scamper and squeak that's all they do mm-hmm. which honestly if I'm being like for real about this that makes it funnier. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, if it was just like some fuck ass like Steve Carell's like, like raccoon, and he's like, let's go kill him, boys, like eh, you know, like whatever. But it's like ten times funnier when like he has beef with a fucking like raccoon that can't even talk. Like he has like like when he shoots the fucking skunk out of the tree and like it's just a fucking rag doll falls down. It's so funny. <laughs> like it's so funny. Um, I <laughs> uh, he has yeah. beef with the fucking like, crow. Um, uh, how many times does his nuts get like smashed in this movie? Like, oh, so many, so many times. Um, um, CGI animals like screaming and like their eyes getting bigger is so Zillennial canon. Well, I mean, are there how many CGI shots are there really in this movie? The only one that I could have really um vividly clocked was the one at the very end where they're like chasing Kim Jong. Um, but is there, like, another one? Because, like, a lot of this is, like, practical. Like, they're actual, like, animals on set. Is it really? Oh, yeah. Big time. I mean, I don't know. You can kind of tell by a lot of this. Um, I mean, it's just, like, actually, like, a raccoon. You can tell, like, the raccoon's just, like, following, like, the ball or whatever. He's just, like, you mm-hmm. can tell. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, uh, Yeah. Um, what was I gonna say? I don't remember. Sorry. <laughs> well, I I think also much of this movie is the canon, like uh, you know, animals wreaking havoc, environmental message. Um, I'm just a kid in my life is a nightmare. Um, dad forcing a family to move a certain place because mm-hmm. uh, uh, promotion or impending promotion that he's trying to kiss ass for. Uh, mm-hmm. Very RV, if I may say mm-hmm. so. Um, yeah. I remembered um, every time there was like a scene with animals. So this was a certified freebie watch with ads. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the only place to watch it. Um, okay. So it had like the Amazon Prime like x-ray thing on the mm-hmm. side. A little thing kept popping up that was like no animals were harmed like this is humane society approved. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it well, says good. CG enhanced animals. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, right. because um, yeah, because there's like a lot of shots where it's like you it, you can tell that they're like on set. Like even the fucking like birds and stuff, like they're mm-hmm. they're physically there. But then there's also times where it's like straight up like puppets. Like I said, like when they when he tranks the like uh, the raccoon and the skunk, like it's just like a it's like a puppet that just like yeah. falls off. You know, I'll give them that. I'll give them that, and I'll give them that Brendan Fraser looks cute. Those are the only two interesting things about the movie. It's like, yeah, because like even it's like um environmental message. Like I feel like, I mean, yes, it's admirable. You know, you know, I I align with the views of this movie. But that being said, it's even like in terms of like this very like niche like kind of family movie like i would say over the hedge and evan almighty do a better job at presenting the same message like it's uh it's it's so much better because like this is like just very much like well i mean first of all it's very much just him he's beefing with the animals for like 85 percent of the movie and then only in the last 15 percent does he be is he kind of like oh maybe i shouldn't kill them because he's like literally like throwing like pipe bombs at Mm -hmm. at the beaver stuff like it's pretty like it's brutal he says at one point and i quote um i was thinking about laying some pipe (laughs) he says that in the movie um i kind of want to make like a fan cam for this movie that like starts with that like you know how like sometimes fan cams will like start with like a quote yeah 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 it's gonna be that it's gonna be him saying i was thinking of about laying some pipe and then it's going to be like, give me, give me more, give me more. And then be like, and it ends with him in the, uh, in, in the, the yum, yum yum sweatpants. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, I mean, there's quite a bit to pull from if you want to make a fan cam for this movie. Um, yeah. Yeah. He's. I mean, no. Brendan Fraser's a cutie, and he's he's good. He's he's good in this movie. He's not bad in this movie. It's just the movie that's happening around him that is like. Mm-hmm pretty abysmal um there's a lot of like uh even like aside from ken jong and stuff like the supporting cast there's like quite a bit of people i mean robert goes in it to get like fucking murdered at the beginning but like uh angela kinsey from the office is on it uh samantha mm-hmm. b um the fucking um it's funny we were talking about halloween before we uh recorded and the guy the dad from the 2018 one toby huss um he was the animal control guy in this movie Mm, um mm-hmm. and i knew i recognized him like the second he popped up and i had to like uh i'd use the old good old amazon uh amazon X-ray. X-ray. <laughs> yeah <laughs> um yeah and i mean yeah there's like a, there's quite a few people in this movie that i had to like uh i mean obviously i knew who wallace sean was as soon as he popped up but yeah, yeah. it's just like a really weird like mishmash of people that probably just owed favors to producers and agree to appear in this like it's 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 really rough like it's really like it doesn't even feel like a real movie like it feels like something was going on like either had to be a tax break like i i cannot imagine there is any actual passion or like interest in making this movie outside of like financials or technicalities or something i said to you before we started recording this was Brendan Fraser's last film at William Morris Agency before he switched to a new agent. So right. he really went out with a bang on this last agent. And <laughs> yeah, I don't I mean, Kira... know what happened because I know that like he has dealt with some strife um, regarding agencies, management, things like that. And I know he has been through some stuff in his career that has affected his career. However, this movie, yeah, this this was his last casting at that agency. So I'm not, I'm not sure. <laughs> See, the thing is, is that it, you would, all that stuff aside, like I don't want to make, you know, any assumptions about, you know, this is one of those movies, or if it was that agency, or you know, any of that stuff, because we have no way of knowing. But you know, if we're like, because like so often when you know we're talking about like Paul Giamatti bringing up Big Fat Liar, or like the like why doesn't anyone bring this movie up to like Brendan Fraser? You know, so often you're scared of like, oh, like I had a terrible experience making this movie. If it, it fucking sucked, and you can. You can tell because it was it sucked to make it, you know, but like you watch the credits for this movie, like the bloopers and like all that stuff. And it's like he seems like he's genuinely having a good time on set. Like he looks really happy. And I'm kind of like, did he think this was like better than it was? Like, did he think he was like, did he care? Part of, did, I, <laughs> I mean, it kind of seems I mean, I don't know. Maybe he's just a generally happy go lucky guy, no matter if he knows it's a stinker or not. But yeah, I mean, he just looked, like, really happy to be there in the credits. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Then again, um, he's getting a check, so who knows? Yeah, you know, like, it's funny because it's, like, this is, like, Brendan Fraser in a cartoon getting beat up by cartoons. And it's, like, he did that in Looney Tunes yeah. back in action. Yeah, and it's funny because I, as I was writing my letterbox review, where I was like, "This like it feels like a Looney Tunes bit." I'm like, he literally has been in a Looney Tunes movie, and he was yeah. great in it. He was he was great in that movie. He fit the vibe perfectly of like the Looney Tunes like lore. Like he's he's so good in that movie. Um, and in the, again, he's not bad in this, but it just feels like almost beneath. It feels beneath anybody, honestly. Like this feels like a straight to red box movie, but it because of him, it went to theaters. I can only. Um, you know, tropes too that I almost—I mean, we can't even name them all if we tried. Uh, like one of the big ones is like, uh, "I'll sleep on the couch." The wife sighs. You can sleep in the bed as long as you shower. Um, like that is just like so so <laughs> like sleeping yeah. on the couch because you're the wife upset. Um, yeah. and yeah. do you ever, do you guys, do you ever, fellas, 
do you ever just like piss off your wife and she makes you sleep on the couch <laughs> fellas we've all been there you may own the literally house literally all been there but yeah. the wife the wifey she makes you sleep on the couch sometimes if you yeah she's been out off. shopping all day and you know yeah she she had a rough go of making dinner tonight and honey you better sleep on the couch okay there's a moment in this where he yells miley cyrus Mm -hmm. why does he do that i don't know i was completely that in the Wii scene i was completely perplexed by like i it felt like i was watching something like a david lynch movie like i did not understand it but kira let me tell you i felt it and <laughs> I, <laughs> I no i don't oh know why i like i don't even know what the reference he's like the connection here like i don't under like what was what even scene was it i don't even remember he like broke his phone or something like i don't know um oh right so he's like, it's like it's supposed to be funny because he's like, you expect him to instead like curse of cursing, yeah. He says, Miley, "Right, no, I don't know, I don't understand." I mean, has he been in a movie with Miley Cyrus before? Like, I don't even get what the joke is there. Um, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I I didn't even laugh at that. I was just like confused. Um, the Wii product placement is like yeah. actually, I I'm not kidding. Probably the craziest product placement I've seen. Like yeah. top ten at least. Like it, it's up there. It's really crazy. This is this is also a fucking anti Wii Sports movie. Yeah, because they fucking like they talk down on it. They're like, why yeah. don't, like because the girl the eco girlfriend is supposed to be at the moral compass of the movie. She's hits she hits the boy with a oh, you know, we just play like real table tennis. Yeah, right? we could go out on an actual tennis court. Like, go fuck yourself. Wii Sports is like the like, yeah. pillar of our culture. Yeah, I, I couldn't get a read on her because, like, on the one hand, she's, like, too cool for Wii Sports. But then <laughs> when he's, like, trying to convince her, he's like, you know, my dad's not all bad. He's running the festival. And she's like, yeah, I guess that's true. I don't think your dad's that bad. Like, what do you mean? Okay, so you're so eco-friendly that, like, fuck a Nintendo. But, like, also, dad's okay. Like, dude, make up your mind. Like, either you're an eco-girlfriend or you're not. Like, it's, it's mm-hmm. it can only be one or the other. Like, there's no half measures here, lady. Okay. Um, I he also like this kid has no riz. I'm sorry to say he's not from Ohio. Okay, he's he's not he's not a sigma <laughs> from Ohio. I I think just, we should kill him. <laughs> I think we should fucking kill him. I, 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 I think we should kill me for saying about that loud. Um, riz from Ohio. Riz from Ohio. He has. He has L Riz, if we're being honest. Um, I don't know if you you don't have TikTok on your phone, right? I do, but I rarely open it. <laughs> I mean, I like, yeah, yeah. There's I only like, scroll oh. through on like mm-hmm. the work account, mm-hmm. so it's just like the most normal timeline you've ever seen in your life. Good. No, I mean that's how it should be. Um, yeah. My mine is literally like demonic. Like it's like. <laughs> It should be like I'm probably on like a watch list or something because of my for you page. Um, it's just like you'll see like a like the dog being like mulch. I love mulch, and then you'll see like a dinner for schmucks clip, and then you'll see like some come town clip, and then you'll see like um something like just completely fucking stupid after that. But um, this one guy I don't even follow him. He just keeps popping up on my for you page probably because every time i see his face i just feel compelled to watch the whole video because it's always so funny but he's like this 30 something year old he's bald with a beard has a really like monotone voice and he just says like the most brain rot shit with no context and he'll be like he'll just like look at the camera directly and he seems like he's in an office so he's in a professional environment and he'll just go skibbity toilet ohio riz uh libby dunn uh just like completely monotone and then the video will end there's no joke there's no beginning there's no end he just says it directly to you you can't escape it you can't scroll fast enough it happens to you you deal with it you live with it you move on and i'm stuck with that now as a person i like these words are in my head now not willingly but because it's the path that i've chosen for myself and that's where i'm at and Mm -hmm. With that knowledge in mind, I can 
certifiably say that this kid has L Riz and he's not an Ohio Sigma. Mm-hmm. And I think we should kill him. Thank you. <laughs> uh yeah it's pretty fucking crazy that there was only like one other teenager in the whole town and she was like okay i'll date you <laughs> yeah, it's amazing there's a whole high school you only see like three students there's the one like there's like a one teenager sitting like painting pine cones with uh the mom and the old lady yeah at the thing and there's them in the library and that's literally it that's the that's the that's the whole mm-hmm. section of teenagers here and she's like she's a fucking narc because this kid's like on the phone in the library and she's like hassling him about like getting a book and it's like girl does it look like he reads like what do you <laughs> like what do you want like what do you want from this kid he doesn't know how to read like so let's be real here kid. Yeah. No, he all, all he knows is talk to his friend Brad on the phone and write Facebook status, okay? Like, yeah. it's all this kid knows. He doesn't know anything else. He's also so fucking mad that his dad bought him a Wii. Like, <laughs> and then he's playing it. Like, and then he's playing it. Yeah, no. Um, He's, like, a really shitty kid, and I he's not even cool or funny or anything and he and then like this girl's just like instantly oh my god the funniest scene in the movie uh is when she's like he's like what's wrong and she's like i'm nothing i'm just wondering when you're gonna get the guts to kiss me already yeah and then they like and then he like goes over to like make out with her and it's like a whole like it's like a minute long scene and i'm like what are we doing here and then of course they like hear i don't even remember what they hear do they hear like construction or like oh no they hear them like caging up the animals right yeah and they like find like a permit like signed by his dad to like kill all the animals (laughs) very uh very hoot vibes uh, yeah i may say so um Yeah, all we were missing was uh, the the what is it, Luke Wilson uh, cop in this yeah, movie. Yeah, the gay cop. Yeah, and the Brie Larson standing up to the bulldozer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was like our second episode, and the entire episode was just being, just being like everybody in this movie is gay. They are gay though. Um, <laughs> um I stand by that assessment. Um, Tim Blake Nelson in that movie? Gay. Um, I, <laughs> Wait, I forgot he was in that. He plays the uh, the developer of the pancake company. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he chooses, he plots the land. What's his name, like Curly or some shit? I don't fucking know. That's, <laughs> that, that bitch is Tim Blake Nelson in every movie. Tim, Tim Blake Nelson is named Curly in every movie. Let's Tim be Blake real Nelson here. As Tim Blake Nelson. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah i don't know this it's it's really abysmal like it i don't know i mean you can't even really talk about specifics because it just all kind of blurs together like you can't even talk about one specific bit Mm -hmm. like because it's it's literally just entirely just animals fucking with them like there's not even like a distinct set piece like the only thing i again recalled was the skunk bit because again him crashing the car twice in the same exact area was funny to me in a five minute span (laughs) i I thought that was funny, mm-hmm. but everything else is just like it's completely like indistinct. Like there's no like like distinct set piece. Like there's no because like say what you will about like Evan Almighty or something, but like I remember a lot of those specific bits, like the um all the animals coming into Congress. Like that's very specific. Like that's like a actual set piece with like you know like it requires like attention you have to actually like write a scene like that this is just like like oh no he can get kicked in the nuts and he can have an acorn fall yeah. in his bowl and like it, it all kind of like blurs together after a while you know um and also they don't have like a like diverse like animal selection here it's i mean you see other animals but really it's just the raccoon fucking with them the bear like, doesn't come in until the end no and i hey listen i could sue summon entertainment if i wanted to because that bear is all over the marketing nowhere to be seen in the movie until the, fi- the finale it's like the anna diarmas yesterday lawsuit except yeah. i'm gonna sue about the cgi bear and uh furry vengeance yeah um so they like randomly have like 
I don't even understand, like, the plot of this movie. There's no plot. Like, he's just like, oh, I need to build more houses in this forest. I don't know. And then Ken Jeong is his uh, boss. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of waiting for it. But I was like, there's no way this movie isn't, like, very racist. And, like, it is. It oh, yeah. Like... You. It just hits you. <laughs> Um, yeah, I um I actually was not prepared for that when it happened um because it it really like sneaks up on you because like I, up until that point because he's had like several scenes up to that point and then when it happens you're kind of like oh okay are you talking about the Indian scene oh no I I meant the, what are uh, you talking about <laughs> when Angela Kinsey's kind of doing like that voice with him. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. But I no, I forgot about. I did clock that. that yeah, that was right. I forgot about that. Yeah. There's like a whole long <laughs> oh, that's, that's like up too. It's like it, that's like it's really bad. Yeah. It's like they literally said like, okay, just keep going, just keep going. Like we'll cut it, and they just didn't. <laughs> they did not. Like, no. There's just a that. long diatribe about like because like there are investors coming from India. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I'm not going to repeat the whole thing, but she mistakes them for Native Americans and yeah. decides to just list stereotypes, essentially, mm-hmm. um, and doesn't shut up for probably, like, two minutes. <laughs> right. <laughs> and just keeps going. And I was like holy shit this just really like went for it also when ken jeong is talking sometimes because i watch everything with captions it says like gibberish (laughs) underneath it and i'm just like yeah yeah uh so he's like not even like like that yeah they like wrote him speaking quote-unquote gibberish to the script to make it sound like a different language yeah that's what i was referring to because i it, it, yeah. i didn't want subtitles so to yeah. me it just played as like they were trying to like you know do exactly that and i just kind of was like Oof. Oof. yeah <laughs> yeah but uh but yeah I, I forgot about all the um all that stuff at the end that's it's it's pretty rough um yeah, I don't know. Um, I mean, it's but it's also fucking very vengeance, so you can't even get like too. No, I know. Yeah. 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 Like it's just like you experience it, and you're just kind of like, oh, okay, like sure, <laughs> like mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. like that happens. You're like, no, yeah, that's I what I that. mean. I was like, I'm waiting for this movie to just get offensive because right now it's just like bad, and then it got like very offensive, and I was like, oh, like, okay, yeah, just waiting for that field. to happen, yeah. Yeah, completely out of left field. Um, yeah, no, and that's the thing, is that it tries to do both things at once, like, it has, like, those, like, one or two touchy, quote-unquote jokes, but then it's also, like, an environmentally friendly, conscious comedy, but also it's a get-kicked-in-the-nut joke kind of movie. Like, it's just, like, it has so many different, like, things it's trying to do. And this is a classic case of, like, if you're trying to appease everybody, you're going to appease no one. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's exactly what this movie is. Like, I think it's, like, I mean, I don't know. Maybe people, there, maybe there is someone that likes this movie. But I think for the most part, this movie has an 8% on Rotten Tomatoes, if I'm not mistaken. And, um, yeah, I mean, for good reason. It's that it is that bad i would say and it it does largely nothing for the entire runtime and i don't know it just kind of feels like this is a movie that's like way too fucking stupid for adults it's it's not genuinely funny um it's not even entertaining enough that i can't imagine like kids younger than us that were like six or something when they came out like i can't even imagine that they're gonna like look back on this with like complete fondness or anything like it just feels like a really bad like boring comedy like it although it has some like kind of like unintentionally hilarious moments it's Mm -hmm. largely just like not worth it in the grand scheme of things yeah you know like i really have to wonder like i know kids will like laugh at like anything Mm-hmm. But like, do kids even like crave this anymore? 
<laughs> I mean, I'm sure there are movies like this being made. Like, they're, I'm sure they're like Netflix originals. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But or even just like Netflix licensed movies. Like, I'm sure there's like a whole subgenre of movies that were like straight to demand and Netflix acquired them for like a 10 year contract or something. Mm-hmm. Um, like, did you, this is like so specific, but I remember last year at some point, um, the, the 2017 off brand Woody Woodpecker, I think it was a Spanish adaptation was on the mm-hmm. Netflix top 10 for like a month. And it was from 2017, but it was in the top 10 for Netflix for like an entire month last summer. And I'm like, what? Huh? Like, no one saw this movie in 2017, but now it's, like, for, because of the algorithm, it's being, like, caught on Netflix. And, which I don't even fully believe, because, like, they're the ones that don't release their stats or numbers. Yeah. But, yeah, this does feel like something you would find on, like, the depths of, like, Netflix. Like, in the family section or the comedy section. Um, or, you know, if you're freaky with it, freebie. Uh, because I... I, I've done I've watched a lot of terrible movies on freebie uh, and honestly if you think Netflix has a scummy selection of bad movies look at Amazon they have absolutely no standards with what is on their <laughs> platform I, and I, I mean that wholeheartedly like I'm not even talking about furry vengeance like I've watched movies on Amazon Prime that make furry vengeance look like a fucking Martin Scorsese movie it like I watched uh, with Victoria and her friends this movie called Lamageddon that is the most egregious like I mean it's it's kind of funny but it is just like the cheapest movie you've ever seen and it's just available on Prime but like you can just submit like I bet I could get Spike and aggressively okay production on uh, Amazon if I wanted to all I have to mm-hmm. do is like file like a thing and they'll approve you yeah if you're cool with it <laughs> so. Yeah. I feel like I think Tubi is like that too. Like I think you can get anything on Tubi. Right. I bet. Yeah. But not um but not Pluto TV. That's where we have standards. Thank you very much. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh yeah, I don't know. This movie has Redbox two, uh, 2010 vibes like hardcore and that's that's about it. I don't know. Like they, that's just the vibe I get from this movie. It just has dirty <laughs> little Redbox vibes. I probably got it from Redbox. I'll be honest. I think I did. I'm pretty sure I, that's exactly what happened. Yeah. Uh, it was either. No, I. It had to be Redbox because I can't. Because this was like post blockbuster Hollywood video, like for me. So yeah, it had to be. Yeah, I like have like a vivid memory of like sitting on my floor in my living room watching this. Yeah. It's very strange. Yeah, I remember watching. I'm I'm pretty sure now, like it's coming to me. I definitely remember watching this at a friend's house, and I'm pretty sure it was like a sleepover situation. And like I think not even he got it. Like I think his parents probably got it, mm-hmm. and we just like watched it with his family. I think, and I don't. I have no other recollection about that experience. But yeah, you know, yeah. like. I, you know, a movie's bad when it's 90 minutes and you get annoyed that it's not 80 minutes. Yeah, I even, because <laughs> um, I mean, I did a pretty good job at like not checking the runtime yeah. for a majority of this. But I, when I finally did check, it was like 55 minutes in, um, and I was kind of like, there can't be 30 more minutes. So there's no way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and sure enough, there were. But mm. I, <laughs> yeah, it gets pretty rough. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It ends on a what in credit like blooper, sing, or like song and dance number. Mm-hmm. Um, which yeah. is like sure. And like, there's I, like I a like random that's... like he becomes the park ranger. He befriends. Oh, he befriends yeah. the animals in the end. It's, it's like Five Nights at Freddy's. What? <laughs> well, it feels like there's an entire scene missing because there's no lead up to that. All you see, you don't even see him actually as a park ranger. You just see like a poster with him as like a drawing of him, mm-hmm. and then it ends. Like it's like, like an epilogue without him. I need to know about the production of this movie because it was in development for so long. There's so many like 
things that were apparently cut out of it, like characters and stuff, um, some stuff just, like, doesn't make sense in the movie. Like, I would love to know, like, what is missing from this movie? What did the studio put in? What did they take out? Why is this movie like this? That's what I want to know. Oh, another kangaroo jack situation, I think. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's like this this movie, like what you were saying, how there's no like set pieces or whatever. Like it just moves. It just goes from scene to scene. That's this yeah. movie is a collection of scenes. That's all it is. Yeah, no, 100 percent. It's not a real discernible movie that you can like break down to any yeah. Porsche, like it, it, you know, this movie boldly avoids the three act structure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's very no, ambitious. literally, like he's like, I, it's like he's like freaking out. He's like, oh my god, my boss is gonna be here. Okay, where is he again? Why is he coming? His boss is flying there on a private jet every day. What? Every day, yeah. No, that's it. Um, no, I mean, there's, there's just like nothing discernible about this movie whatsoever. It just completely blends together, and it feels like. A fake movie at the end of the day yeah. um i want to like the production i think because it is fascinating there's also a vampire weekend needle drop yeah that i although i do feel like there's a lot of like family movies with that exact song yeah uh, a punk yeah peter the first rabbit. song I, that I comes see, on yeah i didn't see peter rabbit but i remember seeing the trailer for peter rabbit like 50 times and that mm-hmm. the movie is the trailer set to that song it's cute yeah it's yeah, a cute movie. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure it's fine. Um, yeah, but uh I did laugh once at a joke in this movie one time. And it's when the old woman is like, You're going to love Bessie the cow. You're gonna love her. She's great. And then like the principal was like, Bessie the cow was put down in nineteen seventy two. That's like the only joke in the whole movie. <laughs> like yeah, the lady's like, I love tenure. Tenure's great. Yeah, <laughs> we can't fire her. <laughs> yeah, we cannot. Yeah, no, that was kind of funny. Um, and she's st- she's still yapping about Best of the Cow at the end. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Go off. Yeah. Um, yeah, go off, Queen. Um, mm. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Is there anything else to say about this fuck-ass movie? Yeah, there's, like, randomly, like, town folklore brought into it. Um, Apparently, it's, like, a curse on the town that if you try and develop the forest, like, the (laughs) animals will attack you. And then there's, like, a collection of scenes where Brendan Fraser plays a caveman, uh, like, a a colonizer guy, um, a hippie. Ridiculous. um, Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's surreal, and like I said, all that stuff comes back at the end, uh, and the credits where he's like dancing and singing along with it. It's it's so bizarre. Um, yeah, I don't even know. I, I have no clue what to say about it other than it happened, and I'm not exactly happy about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, any any final thoughts? I guess I don't know. <laughs> Fuck this movie. Um. I love Brendan Fraser. Um, he deserves and deserved so much better. I can agree with that. I mean, it's pretty beneath him. It's, it was kind of a mildly funny watch, just in a like, what the fuck am I watching kind of way. But, and again, I wouldn't put it like below Old Dogs. I, like, I'd say it's better than Old Dogs. I, I liked it more than a few other movies we've done, but it, it is definitely, like, objectively pretty awful. Like, it's, there's mm-hmm. no getting around it. Like, I'm not going to sit here and say it's it could because it's absolutely not. No, it's pretty uh, fucking bad. It's it's awful. No, I mean, it's, it's awful. But, you know, again, if you're, if you're cool with it, it could be a so bad it's entertaining kind of watch if you're about that kind of shit. If so you're, like, has, with friends, like... Yeah, zooted maybe. I mean, I had a I had a decent time just like I don't know watching the travesty happen today. So I don't yeah. know. Again, not a good movie, but for a fucking disaster piece, I think it's pretty uh it's pretty up there. Um, but yeah, uh, I think you know what I realized since we're kind of in a competition of like finding the worst movies to ever cover, like the mm-hmm. yes, like top deck the halls or something mm-hmm. uh, i think objectively the worst movie we could ever watch is like meet the spartans or epic movie or something oh, please no don't do that <laughs> or um i think disaster movie is probably the worst one 
I've watched like the first like 15 minutes of epic movie and I don't think I could do it. Well, hey, listen, you got me to do uh, Rock of Ages against my will, so I might have to. You didn't finish it. I skimmed it, um, but and I had seen it, too. Um, But I don't know. I'm not saying I want to. I'm just saying that's an idea if we wanted to Mm. truly decide the worst movie ever on the pod. Um, (laughs) But yeah, um, Furry Vengeance, not the worst movie we've ever covered, but uh, pretty fucking bad. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, Brendan Fraser, Innocent, uh, Juicy, or what? What? what the Yum Yum? Uh, yum Yum Sweatpants. Innocent. Uh, yeah. Raccoon, Innocent. He's um, like cheeked up in those. It's pretty great. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, had, he had me about to act up, you know? Like it was. Uh, <laughs> I. <laughs> he has Riz from Ohio or whatever he, he does. He does have Riz from Ohio, and I would call him a uh, w sigma male uh and that's on period um and and now i need to go be euthanized like the animals <laughs> um I, <laughs> yeah um anyways you know it uh, would have been great if it ended with the animals just euthanizing him i think that's the only <laughs> logical point of this movie like it should have got to that point where it's like they, they truly do corrupt the entire town they trick them to throwing a like festival so they all have them in one like circle and they just yeah. euthanize the entire city yeah it's like the last shot of breaking bad where it's like him like laying on the ground like <laughs> zooming out but it's like him on the ground after the animals like euthanized him you know it got to the point where like you were an hour in and he still did not make amends with the animals and i was kind of like where Somebody's is this going gonna die. Exactly? <laughs> i'm like someone has to die like that's the only logical end point here is that someone like blood has to be shed Mm-hmm. Like no one's <laughs> complicity is not an option. Someone has mm-hmm. to die. <laughs> and furry vengeance. Uh, no, I'm glad we covered it. At the end of the day, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm I'm happy. It feels right. It fits nicely in the canon. Um, I cannot imagine being any older than I am today watching it. So it felt yeah. <laughs> it felt appropriate to get it out of the way. Um, but but yeah, I guess we'll uh. We'll see if we can top it this year in terms of badness, which I'm, I'm, you know what? I'm willing to bet we will one way or another. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, uh, as far as plugging goes, uh, huh. yeah, I mean, I guess I can plug it now. Um, I, well, first of all, you can find me on Twitter at Adam underscore not Sandler, um, letterboxed under the same name. Um, I do have a new website that I just launched. It's called uh, Cinesoup, S-O-U-P, like the soup that you eat. Uh, we, I just launched it recently. It's kind of, you know, still a little bit of a work in progress. I'm making like little tweaks every day, but, um, you know, I did do a lot of reviews recently. So, you know, all the writing is currently on there. Uh, and I have a pretty big archive of like all my previous years worth of writing as well uh so yeah that's on there it's live i'll probably keep working on it for the next honestly probably for the whole year i'll make little tweaks but yeah the 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 soft launch has happened so that's that's up and live and uh yeah for now that's pretty much all i have going on so i don't know if you're curious about any of my current takes on movies either go on there or my letterbox and you can see me talk about uh, real movies and not for vengeance. Yeah, your actual thoughts and not just like skibbity Skibbity Ohio. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. I I did review ISS and my my the, my final word on it was that they if they were from Ohio they would not be in that situation. <laughs> yeah. I can only judge characters in movies now if I think that they're uh, sussy bacchus from Ohio. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter at garlic emoji. You can follow us on Twitter at Zillennial Canon on Instagram at the Zillennial Canon. And I am a flop, and I need to get us a new phone number because the fucking phone number expired again. So. Oh no. <laughs> I wonder if there's like wanna... any like lost voicemails from the old phone numbers just like lingering in the either. 
No, I can access the voicemails and stuff. It's just like right. Yeah, Getting, like work. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, I'll get a new phone number for us eventually. Yeah, but I mean, I can't. Can, I can't imagine anyone has a lot to say about furry vengeance, but maybe for the heavy hitters yeah. later this year. Yeah, you can email us voice memos if you want. Yeah. Millennialcanon at gmail.com. All I get to that email is spam. So, you know. Yeah, um, make use like, out of it, please. Bills for an antivirus software that doesn't exist. Like, you know. So, yeah. send us some voice memos. Please. I genuinely love hearing them. So, yeah. go off, please. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. Girlies. Stay furry uh, and vengeful. Yeah, girlies, fellas, put on your. Uh, Yum yum sweats. Put on your um. Put on your Punisher sweats. Let's go. Uh, let's go defend the uh, ecosystem. Bye guys. <laughs> Bye guys. <laughs> <laughs>